you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Good Morning Football is a production of the NFL in partnership with iHeartRadio. Welcome inside Good Morning Football, presented by Old Trapper hey. Beef Jerky, live here in New York City. It's Wednesday, November 15th. I'm Jamie Erdahl. There's Kyle Brandt, Peter Schrager, and Jason McCourty that were live. Uh, very important on a show like this because going about our Wednesday, and there's breaking news now yeah. uh, out of the NFL, out of the AFC North, out of Cleveland. Uh, as we bring in Ian Rappaport, uh, we have seen Deshaun Watson, the quarterback for the Cleveland Browns, deal with a litany of injuries so far this season. He had a prolific Sunday to beat the Ravens, but now his week and his season has taken a turn. Ian, what's going on? Yeah, frustrating circumstance for the Cleveland Browns and Deshaun Watson. He is now out for the season, but not because of the high ankle injury that he suffered on Sunday that might have put his availability in doubt. Instead, it is a shoulder fracture for Deshaun Watson. This is what he played with, suffered in the first quarter of this big time winning against the Baltimore Ravens. A glenoid fracture in his shoulder. He is going to have season-ending shoulder surgery. Watson wanted to play, uh, but this was not to be. This was a medical decision to shut him down for the season. He is expected to make a full recovery, which I guess is the silver lining here. But there's not a lot of silver because the Cleveland Browns, one of the best teams in the NFL, uh, now will have P.J. Walker in as their starting quarterback. This is now the reality. Walker has had plenty of experience filling in for Watson for, as you mentioned, a litany of injuries. And now he will do so for the rest of the season. So, uh, Ian, have you heard any uh, time as to when this injury was suffered in the game and how long he was having to play on it, the way he finished, was able to finish against the Ravens? First quarter was when the injury first happened. It's mm -hmm. not clear as of right now what play it was, although I'm sure the online Twitter doctors will go back and try to figure out when this was. But first quarter, so he played with a broken shoulder and he played with an ankle sprain that caused him to miss just one play, taped it up, came back, led the team to a dramatic victory. And I think a lot of us thought this was just going to be the way it is this season, kind of grit his teeth in battle. It was not to be. Doctors stepped in. Deshaun Watson now out for the 2023 season. Ian, thank you so much. Uh, the social media doctor is also about to find out glenoid. One word uh, when it comes to glenoid. the fracture. Glenoid, yeah, right. It's a very frustrating and arduous situation now the Cleveland Browns find themselves in because they're a really good team and they were winning and their defense is fantastic. But without Deshaun Watson, their offense looks very different. Peter, where do you go with the situation hearing the news about Deshaun yeah. Watson? So not to be the Twitter doctor, I'm not a doctor. Come on, baby. I just Come play on. one on Good Morning WebMD. Football. There we go. Um, Glenoid is the socket part okay. of like the ball and socket of your shoulder joint. So if you've got your shoulder blade, it's the ball in the socket and that thing's fractured. So you can't throw a football like it's done. So what you would have if you had Deshaun Watson out there would be a guy who is basically just being mobile and doing little pitches. The fact he went 14 of 14 in the second half after fracturing his glenoid is, is pretty remarkable. And yet 
Now you look at the season, and this was one of the best stories in sports, that the Browns were putting things together, and they were suddenly 6-3, and three, and they had beaten the Ravens. And you're giving the ball to P.J. Walker, and you're saying, P.J., do what you've done in your entire career, my friend. Like, this is what he did at Temple. He was a walk-on, and he found a way to win. Mm. This is what he did with the Panthers a couple years ago, and it's like, we need you to win. Here we go. We got it's the P.J. Walker. Not ideal. It's not ideal at all, and yet they can play. This is one of the best defenses in sports. They held the Arizona Cardinals to 58 yards two weeks ago. They picked off Lamar Jackson and had a key pick six in a key spot. This defense is going to carry the day. But you talk about a team that's fighting it. They lose, obviously, Chubb, and we got the update on him earlier yesterday. And now you lose uh, your star quarterback, who, by the way, injury or not, still has the most guaranteed money in the history of the sport and is going to be getting another year's worth on that contract. And they're going to hope that after this injury, he's ready to come back and be the Deshaun Watson of old. We saw a glimmer of it yeah. Sunday. But you know the NFL, the injury gods are cruel. And in this case, they've been very cruel to the Browns. No doubt about it. And they just had their biggest win of the season, 14-point comeback in the fourth quarter against the Ravens. And you just feel for the Browns and for the team right now because, to your point, they were turning a corner. And then even just... Everything Deshaun Watson. They hadn't played football in a while. It comes over to the team last year, still rusty. Now this year has been up and down. He's been out of the lineup with an injury. There's times where even in the first quarter of that game this past Sunday where it was not pretty at all, then kind of gets into a groove and you're kind of still waiting like, uh-oh, like I think Deshaun Watson is back. I think we have a shot. And now for him to go down with an injury. You mentioned Nick Chubb, Jack Conklin are starting tackle. He's out done for the year. So for them, injuries to key positions have just been crucial and has killed them so far this season. And you're excited to see what P.J. Walker can do, but it's like at the same time as we look across the league and we see backup quarterback after backup quarterback being forced into play, for the Cleveland Browns, you're, you look at their division, you're like, all right, do we believe P.J. Walker can take us over the hump to beat a Steelers or Ravens or a Bengals football team? You just look at the amount of football that Deshaun Watson has played the last few years and now dealing with this injury, it's just tough to see all right, when is he going to or if he can get back to that Deshaun Watson we saw in Houston. We will rally behind P.J. Walker. When quarterbacks get hurt, we go to the Dick Vermeil soundbite, and, and we try to. Peter, you're better at this than me. I, I, I try not to <laughs> insult the viewers by saying, I think this could be okay, and you're more positive than me. I'm always like, this sucks. You guys might be screwed. I don't, I don't like to compare injuries. They're all terrible. I think this is the biggest injury of the year. I think it's the most significant injury of the year, and I think it is the one with the most ripple effects. The Rodgers thing, of course, week one, the, the, the prayer of the Rodgers-Jets, we will never know what happened. This was working. Mm. They had turned the corner. I, I said it on Monday after they beat the Ravens, and he has his biggest win and his best half as a Brown. With that defense, if he's Deshaun, it's like Shaq learning to make free throws. Like, mm -hmm. how are we going to stop this guy? It's happy learning how to putt. Any old Deshaun magic is, oh, my God, the Browns could win the Super Bowl with this defense and those players. Now it's like, it's just, it sucks. So we already started saying, well, the, the AFC, we're going to have four playoff teams. Listen, there's going to be a fall off. Mm -hmm. this is, mm -hmm. I, I don't think yeah. they're going to light the world on fire. I don't think P.J. Walker is going to be some sensation. I hope he is. I'm probably not wrong about this, though. As we talked about, this is a guy who wasn't even in training camp with the Browns. He spent the whole training camp with the Bears, shows up with the Browns. It hasn't been great. So, listen, if you want to go silver lining for something terrible like this, you look at other teams. If the Browns fall off, this injury is why I said it's the most important one. This is going to impact teams like the Bills, mm. like the Texans, these teams that are like, we want a wild card this the year. Colts. The Colts. Yep. The AFC North is grabbing those wild cards, guys. We know. It's going to be at least one, probably two, maybe three. If the Browns fall off, and I hope I'm wrong, but I think they will, 
other teams around the league on the right comp. You know, the Raiders make a run with Antonio. The Colts, you mentioned, the Bills are 500. I'm sorry, Cleveland. I, this is really bad. It really sucks, and the timing couldn't be worse. And I'm picturing that old jersey in the storefront with all those names on it. I'm sorry. But you and Detroit were having these dream seasons I feel like you've waited 50 years for, and yours just got a punch to the solar plexus. I hate it. The timing sucks. I feel bad for you. But the other teams, maybe they'll have a shot now. Uh, so this injury that Deshaun suffered, he's throwing hate him. It's frustrating. Injuries. It's so frustrating. To Peter's point, very different than we oftentimes hear surgery is, you know, maybe a player could wait on a surgery, on a shoulder injury because it's separated, and you oftentimes hear the labrum tear. Like, that's a very common one. You can play through that. You actually don't even need the surgery eventually. But the fact that this is a fracture on the throwing side is wildly significant. It's late in the season. And if you consider the fact that they have to play the Steelers this weekend, the Browns do, and they have an interesting road schedule coming up. Yeah. But the it looked ripe for the Browns. It truly did. Um, Peter, and we're going to take a look at the Browns schedule. Uh, Peter, when you look at Deshaun Watson and what he was able to do, uh, are there other aspects within this offense that you feel like, you know what, they are going to be okay, to Kyle's point. Like, can you get them? Can you get Come yourself on, there right now? Come on. No, I, I hate to be pessimist. Yeah. I, it, they are such a... They are a defensively led team. Last week, I compared them to the 2,000 Ravens. That yeah. was hyperbole. But basically, I was saying, just don't hurt us. Yeah. And then they come out and they score 33 points. I know seven of those came on, a, on an interception return, so it was really 26, whatever We'll take it. it. 26, they'll win. All we needed was 20 points from the Browns, and they're going to be in every game. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I don't know if P.J. Walker can get them there. The shame of it is they had Josh Dobbs for years in that I building. Yep. And then before that, uh, they've had other backups. Like, uh, you know, I guess Case Keenum was there. And yeah. then... Jacoby Brissett. Last year, last Jacoby year. Brissett, like they had guys. And you mentioned the 2000 Ravens. So a quote I'll never forget is when when Kyle Bowler came in for the Ravens and he just he couldn't play. Mm -hmm. Ray Lewis had this quote. He's like, "Get us 10 points and don't give them yeah. any points and we'll win. Whoa. Get us 10 and no pick sixes or scooping scores and we'll win." That's where we're gonna be with Cleveland. Jay, I mean, you've been on teams like this. Like it's gonna be tough. It's gonna be very tough. And to your point, the way the rules are, the way the league is, and I know there hasn't been a ton of scoring this year, but it's so hard to hold somebody to 10 points, nine points a game. So to say the Cleveland's going to, the Browns are going to go in every single game and just hold people to nine. We just got to score 10. Hey, P.J. Walker was out there playing quarterback when they played the Indianapolis Colts, and it was an all-out shootout as we watched. And there were fireworks, and both teams were scoring. To your point, I don't know if they can get there. You're, you're finding a way to get it to Amari Cooper, Elijah Moore, Ford and Hunt have ran good in the backfield. Joku's just, playing well. The Joku's playing there. well. They, they have yeah. the weapons around. It's just when a defense rolls in, you look at the plays Deshaun Watson made on Sunday outside the pocket, creating and doing things. It just changes the whole dynamic when you, you don't feel like you have a guy at that I've been spot. I've been tracking this because these AFC teams that are going to be reaching for it are interesting. Teams like the Jets or like, yeah. we don't know if the Bills are going to miss I think it's going to take 10 and 7 like to mm -hmm. get the wild card. So that means Cleveland has to go 4 and 4. Mm. I mean they have a good record. That's yeah. what they have going. They're 6 and 3. Yeah. Pittsburgh this weekend. Look at those teams right. I think 10 and 7 is the you're not getting in a wild card in the AFC at 9 and 8. 10 and 7. So Cleveland 4 and 4 doesn't sound too bad, does it? I mean it sounds sort of doable. It's, the schedule's tough, but there's so many other good teams. So the news as we're following it this morning for the Cleveland Browns. Again, this is a Cleveland Browns team who suffered a Nick Chubb injury earlier this season who has been out right. for the season and now Deshaun Watson out for the season. Their offense is taking hits left and right and their defense has totally stepped up. If you follow Deshaun Watson on uh, X, he's posting this morning about frustrations yeah. and just mm -hmm. you know, when nothing makes sense kind of quotes. Right. So obviously he's uh, feeling things 
things this morning. And the Browns, uh, now we move forward uh, with them with a different quarterback under center, most likely P.J. Walker, as we saw Dorian Thompson-Robinson play quarterback for them earlier this season. They uh, have an AFC North foe coming up this weekend, and then they go on the road for a couple weeks, but they close the season with the Bengals, which is really tough for them. We will be curious as to how this happens and unfolds for the Browns. Still to come on Good Morning Football, we will keep you updated on what we hear from the Browns moving forward. Uh, we have some guests joining us, uh, coming in studio, and uh, a What's Your Beef segment to look forward to. Oh, yeah? Mm-hmm. About what? Uh, well, the Patriots. Okay. The okay. Patriots. Yep. And then we got that. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day. And smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. It's time for Whiteboard Wednesday. We're all making our holiday plans. Get us all excited uh, for Whiteboard Wednesday. Yesterday, Steelers head coach Mike Tomlin spoke about the Browns ahead of their Week 11 matchup and said that Miles Garrett is the guy in terms of determining the outcome of games. It's always good to have one of those on your team. Oh, yeah. The player who has become the guy on their team this season is... Peter, you go first. I have a surprise for you guys. I don't, I don't know if you've been watching... Every snap of the Ravens this season, their best player on defense is Jadavian Clowney. Mm. <laughs> He's wearing number 24. <laughs> Why is he doing that? Shouldn't be allowed. I hate it. Jadavian Clowney's a former first overall pick. He's 30 years old. He had two sacks against the Browns on Sunday. He has a sack every game. He's an absolute terror this season. And again, Mike McDonald's defense are like, well, I guess it must be Roquan and. Well, Kyle Hamilton's a first-round Patrick pick. Queen. Patrick Queen's a first-round pick. We, <laughs> we love to talk about uh, Van Noy's. Made- Kyle Van Noy. Yes. Yeah. Marlon Humphrey. Jadavian Clowney's amazing this season. I, I don't, I don't, I, again, if yeah. you're not watching him every week, you're like, Jadavian Clowney's on the Ravens? He's wearing number 24. They play Thursday night against the Bengals. I promise you he's getting two sacks. That's him. He's getting two on Thursday? He's getting two sacks. I, right. Peter calls I a shot I guarantee this right now. Jadavian Clowney will have two sacks on Thursday. He's been unstoppable. There we go. He's the face of the Ravens defense. I am so inspired by Jadavian Clowney, a guy who every single offseason on this show are like, where's Jadavian Clowney going to sign? And That's it's like, so annoying. It's June. Is Jadavian Clowney signed? He signed. He's a Raven. He's really good. I'm going Jadavian Clowney. I like that landing spot of Jadavian Clowney. I'm going to write the number of my player as well. I'm going with C.D. Lamb on the Dallas Cowboys. Remember at some point during the season, we were like, is C.D. Lamb a number one wide receiver? Is he the guy in Dallas? Can he be that focal right. point? Yeah, this is good. And all he's doing is making NFL history. Three games with 10-plus catches. Over 150 yards. He's snagging left-handed, one-hand catches. He looks unstoppable out there on the football field. Dak Prescott has found him. He has found him often. He is catching passes. He is scoring touchdowns. C.D. Lamb has become the guy in Dallas, and he has entered the conversation as one of the best wide receivers in the NFL this season with his play as of late. Right, I'm going to go off that. You have a guy who's, who's been very good, who has become a star. Yeah. And I would say the same thing about this guy. T.J. Hawkinson is yes. awesome this like year. That. Really good player. We've watched him the last few years. One of these classic Iowa tight ends. We This year he is the man. 
and you're like, how are they doing this without Jefferson? Hawkinson is all over the field in every Vikings game. He has this crazy immediate chemistry with Josh Dobbs. Come to find out there was an item on Pro Football Talk where they trained together in the offseason because they're Tennessee guys. And he's like, oh, I used to throw with Josh Dobbs in the offseason, which is just a random coincidence. If you watch a Vikings game, you cannot miss this maniac tight end with this ridiculous hair flowing everywhere, <laughs> usually scoring a touchdown. He's always coming up on angry runs. TJ Hawkinson has become a star this year. I'm really impressed. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that was a really cool connection. He had. At least he knew TJ's name when he yeah, came to Minnesota. It's so. true. The NFL Skycam is quickly becoming a new fan favorite. You have these electric plays that happen on oh, Sunday, yeah. and then the NFL gives it the Skycam treatment, and we fall in love with it all over again. Most recently, we saw it used for Kyler Murray's third down run against the Falcons, which is ironic because we first saw it with Bijan Robinson earlier this season. The modern-day innovation that you now take for granted, Peter, okay. is... You know, once upon a time, you used to have to you know, get in a car the key in the ignition go on and then on the driver's side you could either have a friend do it your wife whoever you would have a map and you would have map and and this is even more recent you would have printed out directions on this map quest the map gps quest. is the most <laughs> amazing invention of all time you used to have to type in things this is before i mean people from our parents generation were like we used to have atlases we would have to use to get places I remember once, literally once, like 10 years ago, I had to get out of a car mm -hmm. and ask someone at a gas station how Where to go? get somewhere Oof. because I was in a town. Peter, don't date from. yourself. And I had to say, I, 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 you know, I need to go. They're like, well, you take work three and you go. Guys, I'm so embarrassed that I'm so old that that imagine. actually had to happen. You had to talk to strangers. You have your paper out, and if you get off track, there's no phone or anything. Mm. You have to get out and ask someone, like, where do I go to get to the 83? No, it, it's insane. <laughs> Think about this now. Like, on, we used to go on road trips in college. It would be eight hours paper. from, like, Atlanta to New Orleans. With no phones. With no phones. How do we do this? Mm. How do we survive? Mm. And we would get off, like, on side. Like, let's take a little excursion. And it's like, you got the music from Deliverance. And it's like, here we Dueling go. Dueling banjos. And it's like, there was no, there's no way back. Like, that's where it would be. So GPS to me is mind-boggling. That, 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 that it is really that. weird. Think about this now. You just put it into a phone and just go. Just you just go. have to have a map. <laughs> and you used to just out. willingly drive into traffic. Like, you didn't know it was coming. You, but now the GPS oh, gives you, know. you the red. Don't get on that highway. Don't it's all red. that way. So, like, you're yeah. just willingly that's adding an hour to your commute. Not anymore. Yeah, Amazing invention. So great. I love it. Take it for granted. In high school, my mom used to have to drive us all our games, and I was the one who rolled in the front seat, Dev in the back, and I'd have the printout... MapQuest. MapQuest. Mom, you got to turn there. MapQuest.com. Mr. Turner, your mom's cursing you out on the way. Printer ink is all uh, out. I'm going with another invention now. It just helps make a Friday night or a Saturday Let's night. Go, Jason. And I'm going with the electric wine <laughs> opener. There is no time wasted. There's no cork that's falling in the wine because you just don't do something right. You're not stressed out, a bead of sweat rolling down your head as you're trying to get that thing open. Mm -hmm. Now you just... Take it off the charger, stick it in there, you hit the button, court comes out. Start your Friday night off the right way. I'm going an electric wine opener. Amazing. Event. I don't have one of these. Jason clearly has to deal with the sharper image. I was going to say. I got to tell you, I, I'm, I, I like the maps in this case. I like the old one. I like that old Me fashion. too. I like, it. I like working I like that. It. Oh, my goodness. I, I, I just, feel like a badass. I'm like Paul Bunyan when I pulled that thing. That's awesome. Kind of you're, cool. wait, you're wasting time. Like, yeah. You're going to miss your moment. You got to get that bottle of wine A nice open. bottle of wine. Right. You still use the electric? Yes. It doesn't taint it. Yeah. You also got to get the electric you decant it, and now you got a hell of an evening. It, it impresses my wife that I can do that. Oh. 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 Uh, I thought it was a football innovation. Peter's on road trips. You're <laughs> opening wine. 
All right, the score Talk bug. About it. Uh, you guys don't understand what it was like. You, under, you turn on the game now, don't show it. You turn on the game now, and immediately there's the score, there's the down and distance, there's how many timeouts, there's, it's everything. Not that long ago, you would turn on a game, and the score is not on the screen. Fox started with the Fox box in the 94 season. People hated it. It was like revolt. Get that off the screen. Really? We don't need to know. If you're just paying attention, or uh, let's see a little action on the game. Like, don't you want to know what the score is all the time? This thing was reviled when it came out. The, the innovation scorebook. is from a guy named David Hill. David Hill, one of the Godfathers of Fox. He's British, but he was doing a lot of stuff in Australia, and mm -hmm. it was cricket, and it was rugby, and it was soccer, and they had it over there in Australia and in London, and no one had seen it in America, and it was hated. Mm. And then he brought in the glowing puck. Yeah. Oh my God. So Fox invented it. Okay. CBS reacquired the NFL in 98 and when they did they were going with it too and everyone was like you ripped off Fox that's Fox's thing and it was like there was a crazy thing to have the score all the time we don't need that get off can you imagine you can't take ownership of the score yeah we did thing. the score thing. <laughs> nuts nuts all right welcome back to good morning football this is a weird one um, all of us here at the table in addition to doing this wonderful job every single morning get to do really other cool things that are very cool and whether it's through uh, our work before this or benefiting from being in here, we get to do some other things. Like Jamie is on the court for March Madness. It's unbelievable. Jason's gallivanting all around the world, calling football games. Peter does his Fox thing. Peter was on Jeopardy recently. I got to dip into that well, and I'm not making this up. I'm not doing shtick. I'm not doing a joke. Tonight on ABC, I will be on Wheel of Fortune. Yes. <laughs> As a contestant. Wheel. It is a charity episode in which I play for charity. Guys, I've gotten to do some cool things again. I got to call a pick at the draft, and I get to be here. The, I've never had more fun in my life than you. being on Wheel of Fortune. Smile. That is Name me in Los so Angeles. Peter, I brought it home with me. It's so famous. I, I got it. And um, guys, I have nothing but amazing things to say about the experience. I was with Pat Sajak and Vanna White. You know, Seacrest is coming in to replace. I was with Pat on his final season. Wow. Pat was a, a, a gentleman. He was everything you expect him to be. Vanna, unbelievable. You go out early, and I was with two comedians, Roy Wood Jr., who you know, who's amazing, Daily Show, Natasha Leggero, who you maybe have seen on Roast and all kinds of stuff. But we go out and we do a rehearsal, like an elaborate rehearsal beforehand where they put you through the ropes and you test the wheel and you have oh, sample good. puzzles and everything oh. get you comfortable. I get a tap on my shoulder, and I, I think it's one of their producers or staff people, and I turn and it's Vanna White. Oh. And I have to tell you, I, I'll, I'll just close this. It's Vanna White, uh, not like that. She is in a sweatsuit. She is no makeup. She is not her hair done or anything. Huge hug. Hugged every contestant. Could not have been cooler, nicer, more modest, down to earth. She and Pat have been doing this for 40 years. We've been doing this show a few years. 40 years. And they were so cool. I was so inspired. Like, I was like, when we have guests on Good Morning Football, I want to treat them like Pat and Vanna treat the mm. contestants on Wheel mm. of Fortune. But if you've been paying close attention, I know you guys have, over the years of this show, several times, there'll be a topic that comes up about, you know, who was your childhood yes. crush or who's someone in TV that you respect? And I will often <laughs> name drop Vanna White. So I get on the show, and we have a clip here. The production staff said, you know, uh, Vanna, she's mic'd during the show, but she doesn't often talk. So we're always really excited if someone engages Vanna and gets her to talk. And I'm like, <laughs> I'd be happy to engage Vanna. And uh, here is just a taste oh of oh my your boy uh, just being myself Swing. and putting the cards on the table. This will be tonight on ABC. 
Uh, I know you're a big fan of that lady over there. Pat, I'm, I'm thrilled to meet you, but Vanna, let's just, let's just put the cards on the table. Uh, I say this respectfully, you're a TV legend, my wife is here. You were my boyhood crush. Uh, I, I, I love you for many years of my life. You were the puzzle I wanted to solve, and I am so thrilled to be here. Wow. <laughs> Do you have any advice for me today, Vanna? Because I believe you control the board. I love you, Pat. Uh, to me, this is a Vanna show. Well, well, thank you for those kind words. Five vowels. Okay. Pretend like you're in your own living room, not here. Just concentrate on the puzzle board. Yes. Not me, okay? Keep me out of it. Think of the puzzle. Wonderful. I That's love it. it. You were the puzzle I wanted to solve? <laughs> this is your line, Kyle? It just came out. I didn't know that that moment was going to happen. It just came out. Did I hit bankrupt on that pass? We have another celebrity available. Thanks, everybody. <laughs> That's a clip. That's a clip. That's a clip. Vanna was so cool. And I, and I meant every word that I said. She was my boyhood crush. I, we talked about it before. I watched, there was, it, back in the 80s, I remember she was in a TV movie for ABC called Goddess of Love. And I was like, I was eight years old. I watched it with my mom at the time. I'm like, that's the coolest lady I've ever seen. Not you, mom. Vanna. And I talked, we talked about Goddess of Love before show. She was just unbelievably cool. A couple things just to tease the performance. And I want you guys to know. I'm not going on there and representing Good Morning Football and doing anything half-assed. Let's go. I went for it. Okay. I left it all on the field. I, I mean, I mean that in every sense. I will also tell you this. I make a terrible, terrible mistake early. Like one that you guys are going to kill me for. Okay. And you guys at home are going to be like, what? Like, I, I, I was crushed early on. Early on. It was like... I, I was the Bills fumbling on the first play, yeah. okay? Uh, the first play, for, and not like, not something where it was spelled out, honestly, like wheelhouse for me personally. Mm. If you were to come up with a puzzle and be like, oh my God, Kyle will know that in two seconds, I messed it up. You messed up 90s action heroes? Peter, you pretty messed, much. You messed up Creed songs? Yes, yes, I messed up Creed songs, and the puzzle was 90s action heroes. I said Dolph Lundgren, it was Van Damme and Universal Soldier, and I'll never, no, it was a mistake pretty much that bad. And I'll, I'll tell you this, the category, the first category, imagine I'm, a, I'm so nervous, I want to represent the show, I want to represent the NFL, mm -hmm. there's charity money on the line, and we go, boo doo 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 and the first puzzle comes up, Pat goes, our first category is movie quotes, and I go, oh, let's go. Uh, I made a terrible mistake, okay. and I blew it, and I spent the whole show trying to recover. I'm like, I can't fly back to New York mm. and have this be my legacy on the show. Like, I, I will never live that down. And I'm not sure I ever will still. That's tonight. Okay. If you, we got, we got a, a 30 seconds if you guys have any questions. But otherwise, it's tonight, and we'll talk about it tomorrow. That's it. You didn't have a phone-a-friend for Sean O'Hara in that moment? No, I there's mean, no phone-a-friend on the yeah, wheel. No phone. Uh, Brooke and my mother-in-law were in the audience. They're very quick. You can't scream that out. Um, but I had my vowels ready, my R-S-T-L-N-E, and my letters that I went after. If I got to the round... I spun the hell out of the wheel. Say, did, you go, did you go aggressive? I'm so glad you said that. It My point, I've always wanted to see how, <laughs> how hard, hard I could. Yeah, I wanted yeah. to spin that thing right off the wheels. You can't. It is unbelievably heavy. Really? I reached down, and you know, Peter, I'm a very good arm yes, wrestler and very I've strong. Heard. Yes. Top five. So I went as hard as I could. Top I basically five. crow hopped that thing and spun it, and it's so like, <laughs> you can't yeah, move yeah. it. And they have all this thing, they're like, don't grab the peg on the wheel like that. Like you could injure your wrist. You grab it like a joystick, like in the arcade, and you pull it like this, 
And I wanted to break the wheel. I was like, I'll be the guy. You can't do it. Nobody could break that wheel. It's 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 impenetrable. What time tonight? Nine o'clock p.m. Eastern on ABC. Two nights. Wheel of Fortune. We'll we'll Let's debrief go. It tomorrow. I promise it won't be boring, guys. I, I the went. Puzzle he wanted to solve. The puzzle he wanted to solve. <laughs> rough line. first puzzle. Great. Great line. Oh, yeah. Well done, yeah, Kyle. Man, um, I love you, man. I really do. We, we oftentimes <laughs> puzzle is the puzzle that we need to solve. Actually, on this show, um, we've got an AFC North, North showdown Thursday night. I hear you. Um, we're going to preview Bengals Ravens it. next. Purge <laughs> hey. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower, 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Precarious situation Mac Jones finds himself in, but it's not just Mac. It's really the entirety of New England after what we have seen transpired uh, over the last couple of months. Jason, you were on the call in Germany for Patriots Colts. Front row seat in the production meetings. Now there's subsequent fallout from this game because, as we said on the show, you can't pack your bags with six points and come back to the States and not have uh, anything change. How do you think this situation unfolds with Bill Belichick? Very interesting times. I got a chance to go to a a Robert Kraft party the night before the game, and Kraft talked about it. It had been 10 years in the making to get the New England Patriots to be playing a football game in Germany. He emphasized how bad he wanted to win that game. And when you watch it, you watch the way the New England Patriots played, and you see the Mac Jones interception at the end of the game, and then Bailey Zappi coming in to finish that game, it kind of gives you a small snapshot of what the Patriots' season has been. Like, I said it on a call when they showed Bill's face at the very end of that game. That's been their season in totality, and this is something we haven't seen. And it's not just the losses in New England. You think about it. J.C. Jackson wasn't on the trip because of whatever transpired. Missed curfews, different things. Jack Jones was just released. A draft pick from a year ago after he had multiple things happen while he's been a part of that organization. It's very fascinating to me because in the past, we watched Randy Moss do a press conference and say things. And obviously, Randy Moss is a Hall of Famer. He was traded right after that. And the New England Patriots don't have the roster where, like, a J.C. Jackson can do things and they can just get rid of him because they need him to be out there and to be competing. When you ask... Is Bill Belichick, what's the future hold? I think, obviously, he finishes out the season. I don't think Robert Kraft is going to move on from Bill Belichick during the season. Mm -hmm. But I do believe at the end of this season, I do think Bill moves on, and I think he's coaching somewhere else. I don't see Bill retiring. I got a chance, obviously, to talk to him in the production meetings. He loves football. He's telling us old LT stories. He's talking about this team, ways to improve it. I don't see him just saying, you know what, it was a good run. I'm going to finish out this season. Top five draft pick. We don't, we're not successful, and I'm just going to walk into the sunset. I see him wanting to continue to coach. Hmm. I do think in New England, they blow this thing up at the end of the season. And they, whatever coach they go with, whether it's Gerard Mayo steps up and he takes over and he decides to blow this thing up, I do think at this point you have to figure out – because. You look at this roster, there's not a ton of talent. We talked to Mac Jones the day before the game. Mac Jones has had three different offensive coordinators in his third year. 
he's not throwing to a bunch of first-round talent on the outside. We compared him to Tua Tungavailoa, who was an Alabama quarterback as well. Tua had multiple coordinators in his first three years. He gets Mike McDaniel back-to-back years, Tyreek Hill, Jalen Waddle, and next thing we're talking about his name in an MVP conversation. I'm not saying that would be Mac Jones if he had that situation, but you do have to understand a quarterback with three different coordinators who won 10 games as his rookie year, that's not a recipe built for success. So I think there's so many question marks around everything that's transpired in New England the last few years. You talk about the Patriot way, which everybody brings up, and talking to the guys there and actually being in that building. The Patriot way is nothing more than the people that were in that building and them handling themselves and doing things as professionals. When you don't have the right people in the building, coaches, players, everybody included, you get losses. And every organization goes through that. And now we're watching the New England Patriots go through it for the first time in a very long time. It, it, look, I, you know, I'm the football historian in a lot of ways here. 1987. What's that? The Cowboys are, you know, uh, not what the Cowboys were in the early 80s or the late 70s. And there was talk that maybe Tom Landry should move on. Yeah. And Hank Schramm. At the time, I'm not sorry, Tech Shram was the owner, comes in and he's like, you know, I'm going to hire Paul Hackett, who's Nathaniel Hackett's father. Mm-hmm. And he's going to be the offensive coordinator and he's going to eventually take over. There's always rumors <coughs> about Hackett going to finally take over for Landry. 87 goes by, 88 goes by, 89, the team is sold. Landry, the man in the hat, he's everything to Cowboys football. In 1989, Jerry Jones buys the team and immediately on a golf course calls Tom Landry in February, very unceremoniously. February, Landry's on the golf course, you're out. I'm bringing yeah. in Jimmy Johnson. Sometimes that's how it goes. Mm. Like, we, we, we look at Belichick and how's this thing going to end? I don't know how it's going to end, and I don't think it's going to be Robert Kraft firing him on a golf course. I think it's going to be it, but, like, are we really going to go and run this back for Belichick to do this throughout his 70s now and say, okay, we'll do it the same way we've done it? I'm so curious over the next 10 weeks how this thing plays out because – There has to be a conversation. This season is not an anomaly. Last season was bad, and the season before that ended in a horrible way. Mm -hmm. Take a look at this full screen here. This is is something that matters. This is something that's history. He's only 16 away from being the all-17. Do you see 17 wins in the Patriots' future over the next one to two to three seasons? Like, how long? And then take a look two columns over. Andy's coming. Andy's got a lot left, and if Andy wants it, he could leapfrog Belichick if he stays around another decade. This is what it's all about. These 16, I think if Belichick beats Shula out and he gets his 17th win, I think we all ride off into the sunset. You're the all-time winningest coach. Mm -hmm. How long can Patriots fans wait for 17 more wins? I don't see it happening in the next two years. Then you're saying three years? How old is Belichick going to be? It'd be very interesting to see what happens this season, but if he does get the reprieve and say, hey, one more year, let's try to do it back, let's have a top pick, you can work with Caleb Williams, whoever it is. Yeah. I don't know how this thing ends. I don't think Belichick walks away gracefully and just says, hey, I'm done, good, I'm okay with a 2-10 season. It's mm-hmm. not happening this year. He's he's no longer the Patriots coach. That That is a national news story. That's international news. That's not some team fires their coach. Like, the Today Show starts with Bill Belichick. It's yeah. all. It's way, way bigger than what we do here. I think there's there's no way that they fire him in the middle of the season, Mm-mm. even if another coach would be fired because the team's terrible. And then there's, okay, mutual partying of ways in the offseason. And then there's option three is that he stays. And I, I listen, I look at him, I, I'm like, I think it's time. I think it's probably past time. I, I, I don't think you can totally underestimate the 20-plus year relationship between him and the owner and what he's accomplished there. And if he wants to stay there and if you say – all right, well, guess what? We are going to draft Caleb Williams and bring us in, and we're going to light it up, and we're going to have new offense now. And he puts two ten toes down and says, Bob, 
I, I, I still got it. I don't want to go anywhere. And I want to break Don Shula's record in Foxborough as the head coach of the mm -hmm. New England Patriots and just give me another year. And whatever it may be, I don't think it's out of the question. I don't think that there's zero chance he comes back next year. I wouldn't want him, but there's so much else going on. I think it's interesting that you say you think he would definitely coach somewhere else. I mean, do you think there's... Is there, would he sit at a desk at media and collect money? He likes talking football. He can Option talk all the football is, he wants. You talk about the Washington team with a new owner and they might want to yeah. start. Yeah, yeah. I saw that. Seems nuts to Seems me. that Lombardi did that. So that Lombardi ended his career as the coach of the Washington screen. How'd that go? Well, though? Brady did. He went on and won somewhere else and we all had yeah. to get comfortable with it. I asked um, our researchers to just like, Compile the big names of people in media who are saying things about this Bill Belichick conversation. Okay. What did Peter and, say? Uh, exactly. Uh, Peter's right here live in person. I can always just ask Peter. But you're, to your point, you're getting mo the 8 out of 10 is it's happening at the end of the season. you got Bruce saying this is not even a conversation I participate in when it comes to making a change midseason. So that's the general scenario. It's like we're not dealing with this midseason. This is not a thing. Um, but mostly – the temperature is it's at the end of the season that this change is going to happen, but it's not. It's just a change. It's not retirement. That word doesn't pop up. How come TV isn't talked about more, Peter? It's it, the money is there. There is a seat at any table I can imagine from him, Jason. I guess I'll ask you. Do you think that would satiate his football palate? Enough? I think. I think eventually, possibly TV. I just like Bill is right there of all time. I just don't know that. You think he cares about that? Like that's a thing to him, the historian that he is. Yeah, of course. <laughs> I, I just don't. I don't think anybody, I don't think you can get that close to that and just say, ah, good run. If you were at your end and it was just like, I gave it all I have, I have no, I have no more left in me, I just don't see that's where he's at right now. I, I think he wants to continue to coach, and if he can't do it in New England, I think he possibly figures out where the best place is going to be. But for TV, I, I, that's not going anywhere. True. That's we're, not, we're, it, eking it out four or five wins a year is undignified. Like, I took five years and I finally caught Shula as the coach of, you know, the Panthers or something. Like, I don't know. I wouldn't want to see he's that. He's not in his 60s. He's in his 70s. Yeah. So it's not like it's like, if he has to win three games this year and four games next year, he's still 10 games away. And and when he's got six Super Bowls, he has to beat Don Shula's win record. It's way bigger than he's. There's teams though that have talent. I mean, you look at the Chargers with Justin Herbert, and I'm not saying the Chargers. I don't know it, but there's rosters out there that you say, all right, coaches aren't quite getting it done. If you can join that, to your point, if it's in New England, it may be four wins a season, five wins for the next few years as you're building. But possibly you walk into a building where they actually have the pieces. In Is there place. a market for Belichick? Is someone like, yeah? Coach Belichick at 70-something years old. You haven't won in a while, and you don't have Brady, but, like, fix our team. I, I, I don't know. I mean, I know he's famous, yeah. and he's the greatest, but, like... Even as you think about him going through the interview process, like, that would be interesting. I don't like, think it'd be a process. He wouldn't interview. Yeah, name I your price. Yeah. But I'm, I, and it may not be an interview, but it the would have to... or whatever, the dinner. Like, yes, whatever you want to call <laughs> it. Like, new owner. What, what OC are you bringing? Just, just an idea of, like, what we're don't getting into. It. Like, you know, just, right. just give it to me. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you.